Welcome to Nobody Told Me That, your source for candid business talk and stories. Your host is speaker and author Teresa Duncan. Sit back, buckle up, and hang on. Here we go again. The dental industry has been lighting up. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Kevin Henry, my frequent co-host, are you there? I am. Friend? I am buckled up and ready to rock and roll with you, my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? What people don't see on the other end is that like I'm I'm really grooving. Like that music really <laughs> just good, puts actually. me at ease. I know. I love <laughs> it. So, and shout out to Dave Mankin who did the intro for well me done. and everything. And he's got like that that you know beefy meaty voice you know that tells you to listen to me and it's <laughs> i love it all right so we have a lot of stuff going on you and i were lighting up um emails talking about some industry stuff going on um with etna yeah. cvs but amazon yeah. amazon's what we're going to talk about but we did just get off the road and we were at greater new york both yeah. of us and I think this is the first time, Kevin, we've gone to a major show and we never saw each it's so, other. What? It's so weird. I mean, and it was one of those things that I realized Tuesday morning. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't see Duncan while she was in town. It was just the weirdest <laughs> thing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I saw people wishing you happy birthday because Monday was your birthday. Is that yeah, correct? Honestly. Monday was your birthday? And and I was like, yeah, I got to wish him happy birthday. And then at the end of it, I was like, I think I just need to put it on Facebook because I don't think I'm going to see him. Like, what's this about? <laughs> like it was a big city or we were busy or anything, but hey. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that might be the first show in, I don't know, 10 years, right. nine years, whatever, where we haven't been able to run into well, each other. You were you were speaking, yeah. is that, or were you at I, the booth? You were speaking I did a little bit of both. I had a book, sign, I had okay. a book signing on Sunday and Monday with 3M, and I really appreciate them bringing me in to do a book signing at their booth and to talk to assistants about nice. some of the products that they have. And then I got to close the Greater New York on Wednesday afternoon uh, with my lecture. So, uh, you know, uh, got to see everybody panicking uh, to get out the door before the tree lighting happened and all the streets in New York shut down. So that's always fun. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing like panicked New Yorkers, right? <laughs> so it's actually, it's probably more panicked out of towners wanting to see it because the New Yorkers just don't oh, care. Yeah. They, they're like, trying to they're avoid like, the, the us tourists, you know, who are in. Yeah. It's like here, here in DC, like in the summer, like the joke in, in the DC area is like, just don't go into DC in the summer. It's like a whole different population. Sure. Oh, it's awful. The tourists. I mean, they're so bad. So yeah, I was there. I spoke, uh, I had a, a course on insurance and then I did an office managers roundtable. Um, Adam actually had me as part of their office managers track. So thank you to Adam for bringing me in. And then I had a book signing at the end of the day at care credit. So thank you care credit. But you know, end of the day, five o'clock, the floor, the show floor closes at five 30. I really thought like, okay, I'll get like one person coming yeah. by, but we had, we had quite a few people coming by, but yeah, it was nice. But at the same time I have, I, it's been a long time since I've been on the show floor at the end yeah. of the day when basically the people who run the Javits Center, like they were flicking the lights on and off. They were like, get yeah. the hell Really? I mean, I was, it was like, get the hell out. And and the care credit reps were like, we got to go. We, we got to oh, go. God, <laughs> so, 
So that was fun. So, so greater New York, how was the, I had limited time on the show floor. How was the traffic at you know, the it, show? It, it was actually pretty cool. Uh, Cause in my role this time, I had lots of time on the show floor, which, you know, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, Sunday was really a good day traffic wise on the show floor. It dropped off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, and, and that's mm-hmm. something that I've noticed. Uh, and I was talking to a few people about this year at Greater New York, because it used to be that Sunday and Wednesdays were the big days. And you know, the middle two were kind of slow, but then you, you started and ended with a bang. And this year, that bang never happened on Wednesday. It was still pretty quiet that day. But, mm. you know, I, I, again, I think that that's, it was a beautiful day in New York. Uh, you know, uh, there. It you know, really was. I, really yeah, beautiful. Oh, weather. the weather could not be beat. And I'll tell you, I, I heard one person, I, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. They were saying because Thanksgiving was early this year that the dentists were looking at that there was actually longer until the end of the year. And so they were taking advantage of that in their, and and again, there's no difference. This is just a way of thinking about it. But they were saying that, well, now they think they've got more time between the greater New York and the end of the year. So they really want to make sure they're in their practice, take advantage of that time. And I was going, it's the same amount of time. I mean, greater New York's maybe a week earlier this year, just because of how Thanksgiving fell. But anyway, it was a convoluted logic to try to figure out why people weren't on the show floor, but oh well. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. I, I mean, because you're right, it's the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah I don't know I, about that. But I, I will tell you, though, that there is this weird thought process that goes through offices' minds that the end of the year is going, like, they almost think it's going to be so busy, like, they hype themselves up, yeah. and, and they prepare for, like, the worst, like, you know, the flood at the end of the year. And, and that, to, there's so many offices I know that they are, they do not want to take time off between Christmas and New Year's because they they think they're going to freak out their patients, that they're not going to be able to service their patients. December ends up being the most stressful month for all of them. And I, I don't understand quite why they do that to themselves, but you know, uh, what am I, what, who yeah, am I? Exactly. So. <laughs> but, it, but you're right. It's something that every year we know the panic's going to hit. We know people are going to get out before the tree lighting on Wednesday at New York. And then everybody's going to go back to their practices and be panic stricken until the end of the year, trying to crush every patient in who've all of a sudden has realized, Oh my God, my benefits run out the year into the year. Where's yeah. You know? So yeah, it's, it's interesting to watch. Well, and that's been my campaign this year. I don't know how many people I reached. I, I, I think a fair amount of people. I, I really have been talking to them since the beginning of the year. Don't, don't send out that end of the year letter because you should be sending something out all year, you yeah. know, at least quarterly or at least two or three times a year because if you do the end of the year benefits and you're training your patients to always wait until the last minute to get their work done. And, and I, you know, I would love, I mean, everybody's got messaging systems now do send out something after the first of the year that says, you know, you've got new benefits. What do you have any questions about it? And then middle of the year, just checking in with you to let you know, you know, you have X amount unused, whatever, but to send it out in September and then freak out because you're full for the rest of the yeah. year. Well, that's, you know, of course, that's what's going to happen because you've basically told them that all year you can coast until the end of the year when you need to get your work in. <laughs> yeah, and and so, and and I'm not, ah, yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not trying to yell at anyone, but I mean, this is something that I think we've done as an industry for a long time. God, there's so many things that we do we just don't think about it. It's just habit. It is. You're you're exactly right, and and that's a perfect example of it. You know, if people were to reach out earlier in the year. You know, I know it's crazy to actually communicate with your patients during the year, uh, but, you know, if you reach out instead of helping them push the panic button around Labor Day or even Halloween, 
uh, you know, absolutely yeah. be a complete change of pace. Well, so what, what did you see as far as, um, presence at the greater New York, any companies there that surprised you that were there or, you know, um, uh, uh, bigger, bigger booths, smaller booths. You know, there were, there were two things that jumped out of me and then I'm going to ask you the same question, but you said you didn't have a lot of time on the show floor. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time. There, there was actually a booth, uh, of a Chinese company that was there and you could walk around this booth and it was pretty good size and you could actually look at their products and go, Oh, that's a knockoff of this. Oh, that's a knockoff of that. And I was just sitting there. Oh, really? I was really surprised. How can you sit there and sell a knockoff of a Cavatron scaler when, oh, that looks like a Cavatron scaler? I mean, it was just the weirdest thing to me. Uh, you know, and, and I walked around with, uh, with a buddy of mine and we were just kind of sitting going, really? Because, I mean, it's not like they were trying to hide it or anything. I thought that was very interesting. Like, what was the name of it? Like, was the name of it like Lavatron or something yeah, like that? A, like, it was a. Cavatroni, you know, really? I don't know. Uh, no, actually, but the design of it was very similar. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't notice the name of it, but you, but you know, those of us who have been in the industry long enough, you know what certain products look like, you know, sure. You know, oh, yep, yep. I mean, you know, uh, play a game there and uh, you could, you could easily identify them. So I was really surprised to see that. Hmm. And then, and then I think the second thing, and I know we're going to talk about this, is that, you know, Amazon was there. It was not a huge booth. It was not the size of a Shine or a Patterson or a Care Credit or a, uh, you know, a Dense Fly or anything like that. But it was there. I know that you know they did a mailer beforehand that caught a lot of people's attention. Uh, you know, and this has kind of been a slow burn for them for the last couple of years. You know, I don't, I don't remember if you know you were there at the Greater New York a couple of years ago, where there was a guy walking around with a sandwich board. And, you know, like the old days. And it was talking about Amazon is coming to the dental industry. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and at the time, everybody was joking about it. It was one of those, you know, uh, repent for the end is near kind of guys, <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> but, but it was kind of that warning shot. Hey, we're coming. And this year, it was like, oh, it's not this, you know, they warned us and here they are. So I, I, it was really interesting to see that and kind of hear the reactions to that as well. Okay. Uh, I, I think a lot of people don't realize what the heck we're talking about as far as Amazon, like as far, like why does it make a difference? One question that I have for you is, was that the first time Amazon had a booth at a major show? I believe they've had one at other shows, but it's the first time that I really noticed it and heard the big buzz about it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but I, but I can't confirm that I, I'm not doing my journalistic duties there, but, uh, I, I know this was the biggest buzz that they've made at a show if they've been at one. Okay. So, so Amazon for a long time has been rumored to have to buy Patterson. That was yep. the rumor on the street for hmm, God years. It's, it really has been years. It uh, yeah, and right. it was pretty much like you, you'd look at how many people can afford, how many companies can afford to buy a Patterson or a shine. And you have to look even yep. bigger so Danaher is a big company, right? Like that's like the monster company and sure. they own and, and Danaher is the company that people don't hear about. Do you want to talk a little bit about what Danaher is in the market? Yeah. yeah. So, so when Danaher came into the industry a few years ago, you know, that's whenever the Cavo Kerr group was formed, you know, for a long time we had Cavo, we had Kerr, we had Pelton Crane, you know, we had Dexas. I mean, they were all kind of floating around by themselves. 
And then Danaher comes in and brings all these companies under their umbrella, under the Cable Kerr Group umbrella, you know, and at the time, and, you know, at the time it was supposed to be, and I remember sitting there listening to their sales pitch and it was, well, you know, a dentist is going to be able to know that he's going to be able to use Dexas imaging and Pelton and Crane chairs and Cavo hand pieces and Kerr materials. And he, it's going to be a one-stop shop for everybody. They're just going to need to go to Cavo Kerr group and buy everything for their practice under the sun. And it never happened. I mean, the, you know, the, the infighting that I heard between some of the companies with under that umbrella, there was no unity. There was no message. You know, they came out and it was like, ta-da, here we are. And then it just kind of went away again. Is, um, is that because so, of the structure of the sales reps, the independent sales reps? Or what, what do you think that was well, about? Personally, I think it's a, a failure of message ah, on their got part. It. I don't, you know, because when I, when I was the editorial director for Dental Products Report, I remember talking to them specifically about Let's do all these articles where it's like, you know, how you do the, the, the little dotted line and you go all the way through the practice and you can see everywhere the KKG mm. touches. And they were like, well, you know, not so sure about that. Oh, you know, and I mean, so this whole under one umbrella thing never took off. And so you still got Pelton and Cavo and Dexas and everybody kind of in their own little universe. But it was a precursor to what we're seeing now with Amazon, in my opinion. And, and you and I were joking yesterday. You and I were on the phone whenever Amazon came mm-hmm. to my door and they delivered a Colorado state flag that I ordered for the front of our house and a shipment of wine, you know, but that's, I mean, I was like, yeah, there's right. a combination <laughs> right there, but that, you know, but that, but that's what we can do at Amazon is that you could buy anything and everything under the sun, you know, and, and it can come together in one shipment. And so now that same philosophy is being applied to the dental industry as well is that you're, you're looking at, we've all been so trained that you buy on Amazon, you can get anything you want on Amazon. This next generation that's coming up yeah. has grown up with Amazon. You know, my daughter has an Amazon Prime college student account, you know, and my God, she wouldn't live without that, you know, and, right. and I know she's not alone. So right. it, it's very interesting now that you see Amazon in the dental industry and we're all so conditioned that that's where you go to get something. The $99 or whatever it is for Prime is like oh. the easiest money that no I brand. spend. Like, yeah, like it, you don't even think about not renewing that. You get, I mean, it's such a value. You get the yeah. videos, you get the shipping, you get, I I, it's amazing, really. I mean, the, it's easy money for them, but they really could be charging a lot more for that. And I probably would pay that even just for the shipping, you know, costs alone. And in, in our area, I don't know if it's the way in your area, but with Amazon, they now are selling cleaning services and handyman oh, services. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know that's not everywhere, but as it looks like the the major markets, you know, you can get yeah. somebody to come in and clean your house off of Amazon, which I don't know if I do that, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Dana bought a, uh, a futon the other day yeah. uh, for her daughter. And part of what she got as part of that was a $20 credit toward these Amazon home services that you're talking about. So you go on there and yeah, you need your windows cleaned or your gutters cleaned out or whatever. Boom. There it is. Absolutely. We do need our gutters cleaned out. That might be something. Doesn't everybody, that's like the worst job. (laughs) (laughs) I I see, I see Norman doing it and I'm just like, thank God I'm not, Uh, not him. That's, you know, there's the, there's the jobs that every household has delineated. So, well, okay. So back, back to (laughs) Uh, back to Danaher. Let's go back. <laughs> this is what we do. I'm sorry. So you were saying, and then 
the messaging was not, you don't think the, me- you think the messaging was the no, problem. There, and yeah, there was, there was no unity message there that I think they could have taken advantage of. And now my humble opinion, I think the ship has sailed. Mm. I think that, you know, that, that unity message, Amazon's already got it built in. Yeah. And so there's, there's no way to turn back time now. Well, and they apparently have inroads to a lot of the distributor companies. So that, that's really where, where this, this is when, when I bring this, we bring this full circle to our listeners, what does this mean for them? Like, what am I, what are we talking about? Why does it affect you? Because what happens now is a lot of your materials come from Shine and Patterson um, because in Benko, uh, Midwest, Getsy, and because they're the ones who are, um, what would you call this? Distributors, right? Like they're the distributors. So you order from them and they, and Darby, I shouldn't forget Darby. And they, they, they gather all of this stuff together for you. So you don't have to go to a Burr site. You don't have to go to an impression site. You don't, I mean, so it's all under, so basically Shine is the, almost the Amazon equivalent in the dental industry where you don't have to shop around. You just get it all one stop shop. And, and the other part of shine and Patterson and Benko, let's just talk about the big three there. Are they the big three? I think they are. It it gets these, gets these coming up on there, right? Yeah. You know, I I think there's regional ones like Getsy, Atlanta, you know, Darby, things like that. Uh, I would say those are, but yeah, big three, I would say are definitely shine Benko. So uh, when the smaller distribution companies really rely on, you know, one or two warehouses in the, in the, us and you know then they rely on ups and all of that but shine patterson benko have big warehouses across the us and so they're they have a distribution plan in place they have a system in place well who who has a better system than that well amazon using ups is pretty much everywhere i mean they've they've got distribution down to a science walmart has distribution down to a science the post office so you look at the people who traffic move product around a lot and it's it's those companies so if a company has all of that in place there really is no no stopping them from going into another area and you shared with me the video and of course the 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 people at dr bicuspid were on top of it right like they're always on top of it that's off tony Tony edwards yeah he's the man so he you sent me what he sent to you which was a jim james a jim kramer video on cnbc talking about the the death star amazon as the death star (laughs) which i loved it and i and i will link that in the the show notes let me just put that in here in my timeline death star video yeah, I mean, you know, there's a, a subtle way to kind of introduce sure. it for sure. Well, you know? and do you uh, want to give like a but, little rundown of of what yeah, Kramer was yeah. saying? Just a just a, a quick overview here is is you know what what Kramer was saying, and of course, you know, we all know Mad Money, and we know that you know he does sure. have an audience, uh, you know, and he was talking about that you know Amazon's been banging the drum for a couple of years, and they made this announcement specifically to say we are in the dental business. And when they made that announcement, I mean, it, it perked up a lot of ears, uh, especially on Wall Street. And I know both Shine and Patterson stocks both took mm-hmm. a little bit of a tumble. I mean, right as soon as those words came out, you know, and so that tells you a little bit about at least what investors are thinking, you know, is that Amazon's a player. There's no question about it. And, and what Kramer was saying is a lot of what you said. They've got the distribution in place. They have the name in place. You know, you think about all the ways that we've all grown up with Amazon and Amazon is a part of our daily routine. Well, you know, now you can go there and get your dental supplies. 
Uh, so anyway, I, I just think it's very fascinating how that we had this warning in the industry for a couple of years. And I'm going to go and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think this is a bad thing. Okay. I really don't. So please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But there was a warning for a couple of years that they were coming. And much like I think the taxi cabs, much like the hotels, when an Airbnb or an Uber came around, you know, people kept going, oh, it won't make that much of an impact. And we're seeing right now that it absolutely is and yeah. will. Yeah. And and it is, uh, I don't want to, I don't think it's an extreme as a black swan, but it could be. So, so for, for those of, um, for those of you who aren't sure what I'm talking about. So a black swan event is something that a business that, that if it happened to a business, it completely makes them change their business model and, or go, go completely, I mean, just go out of business because they can't compete. It changes the game so much that it in, inherently changes your company. And an example of that is the tale as old as time, which is Kodak, always focusing yeah. on their, their, their film. And here comes digital. And they were very, very late to the the ball game, it could, like the, the latest you could be, kept holding on to film and pretty much, you know, we're left in the dust. Same thing with, you know, DVD players making tapes obsolete and the, the people who had gone all in making tape, creating tapes and marketing tapes and all of that. Uh, another example is the music industry. Uh, the whole, I used to work in a record store when I was um, in high school and in college and very fun job. But back then, because I'm ancient, it was all tapes and DVD or CDs. And there was a lot of people holding on to that, like CDs are never going to go away and tapes are never going to go away. And now, and then it went to CDs and everybody was, or not CDs, but then it went, yeah, it did. It went to CDs. And then people were like, oh, that's not, nothing's going to happen with that. And then it went to online. And so, you know, then you have people like Ticketmaster disrupting tickets, um, ticket sales. Individual arenas weren't just selling directly. They are now selling through this, this big person that came up and took over. So Amazon could be a black swan for Patterson Benko Shine and the real strength in a company um, and I will say, I don't know much about Benko's leadership. Patterson has had some struggles, new CEO and all of that kind of stuff. But but Bergman at Shine is one of the yeah. best company leaders I've ever, ever seen. So, so the oh, real cool. mark of a company who's able to weather a black swan is what they do when that enters into their market space. So, so I know you are, you are sitting back and saying, okay, what's coming up next? I'm sitting back and saying, let's see what happens. You know, if anything, it will bring competition. That's always a good thing, right? So it's going to bring competition. So what does that look like then with, with a company or you, you can go online, you can shop for coffee for the office. You can shop for your emergency medical kit. Then you can go over there and shop for some Impergum. What does that look like in the office then? What, how does that change the ordering dynamic, you think? Um, let me sure. go back for just a second because you, you hit on something really important. Uh, Stan, Stanley Bergman at Shine and Chuck Cohen at Benko are, are two genuine leaders. And, and I really do, uh, you know, I, I've had a chance to interact with both of them and I think the world of both of them. Now, Patterson has just brought on a new CEO from outside oh, the good. industry. Oh, good, good. Just started the day after Greater New York began. 
So, I mean, you talk about throwing into the fire. Hey, welcome to Greater New York. And oh, by the way, there's Amazon over there. Uh, so, you know, so, uh, so, you know, so I'm watching that. And I, I think that's going to be very interesting. But, you know, at the Amazon booth this year, there were two companies that were actually in their booth and not not as anything other than we are companies working with Amazon. And that was Comet uh, that does burrs and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, and they, they've always been direct. So that's not a big surprise that they would go in with Amazon. But the second one is a company that I, I work with as a consultant, just throwing it out there. Uh, but Sika Software was in there. And Sika was in there because they have reached a level of clearance working with Amazon on data. Uh, and they have worked together on something uh, with the uh, Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and every... Yeah, yeah, and everybody has an Alexa or a Google Home or something now, you know, in their in their home or you know, and you can sit there and tell it turn on lights or music or you know whatever. But they're working with Alexa, where a dentist can walk into the practice and say, "Alexa, open my practice," and then it will respond, and you can say, "Who are my patients today?" and it will run down all the patients. What is my expected production for the day? It will run all that down. But the interesting thing to me is that you can say, what supplies do I need for today? And it will go through and it knows if you have an implant coming or if you're extracting a tooth or whatever those uh, procedures are, it can figure up in its head, well, you're going to need this, 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 and this. And it will say, do you want to order it? Mm. And you can say, absolutely. And and you, then you have the option of, do you place that order through Amazon or do you place it through Shine or Patterson? So I, I think that it's interesting that you have the choice of where you can go. It's not like you're forced to, to order through Amazon. But this is just another example of, again, we're, we're very used to having that Echo or the Alexa or the Google Home in our, in our homes. They're getting ready to come into the practice as well. And if I'm a sales rep right now, I'm getting a little bit nervous because you don't need my expertise anymore. Or right. maybe as much, <clears throat> you, know, you can, you know, everything that needs to be ordered for that day and your assistant or your dentist or whoever does the ordering in your practice, you know, can just say, sure, order it. And boom, all of a sudden it's there through Amazon. Shipping. So, so, I mean, Sika just has so much, so much software and data. I mean, they're, they really get some yeah. good, good stats. Yeah, it really it's is. Amazing. So, uh, so when, yeah, and everybody, I use Alexa for everything. I mean, she, she just turned on when I was when I just said that she's, she's right next to me. And she, you know, the one I have a gripe about Alexa. So I always thank her for the information and she doesn't say you're welcome. If am, if, if Alexa would just Alexa, thank you. Nothing. See, she turns off. That's so rude. That's that's, uh, That's because it's getting ready to turn into the whole Terminator movie. It's what's getting ready to happen. Skynet is coming. I just, you know, you just, I don't know. So, okay, minor, minor (laughs) point. So, you, so in the morning, though, you, you have somebody that is giving you the production. You're giving them the, the, you know, do you need to order it from Shiner Patterson? What, what's interesting there is, yeah, of course, if I'm Amazon, I'm thinking, why do I need to send them to Shiner Patterson? Like that makes no sense. Right. So it, it's a natural well, thought process on Amazon's part. I, I don't fault them at all. That's natural that they would think, why, why would I do that? I can go straight to Comet. I can go straight to, you know, the no name supply, d- disposable supply companies that all of the 
all of them use almost the same supply company for their generics. But but, but here's here's my take on that is that that you will go so? away. And I, I do because Amazon is still building up its supply mm-hmm. army. And, and not everybody, I mean, if you go look at Amazon dental supplies right now, not everybody's on there, but I think it won't be long. And so, you know, they may be making sure that, you know, you don't get on Alexa and go, well, crud, you can't get me everything I need. Forget it. Right. I'm not doing that right. anymore. So I think that once they have their army built, that that, that option will go away. You know, the slickest part about Amazon, um, and I know this is slick because they get me every damn time, is that when I order something, then they give me a whole bunch of stuff that they think I'm going to like. And they're right. <laughs> so... So, I mean, can you, so uh, can you imagine, you know, you order one size of sterilization bags and it pops up, you know, what about this size? Oh, I do need that size. What about cotton rolls? Do you need gauze? Oh, I do need gauze. And I found a great deal if you buy X amount instead of this, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and so Amazon has the pantry. Have you used the pantry? I have not used the pantry. I actually. Oh, you have. have. So you actually fill up the box. I can never fill up the box. Well, so. Julia, if you're listening to this, turn it down for just a minute. I actually, that's one of the things <laughs> that I'm doing for my daughter for Christmas is I'm ordering her a box of, uh, you know, the college student. Oh, and how nice. It'll show up there. So yeah, that's the only time I've used it though, but I thought it was pretty intuitive actually. So so for, for pa- people that don't know, pantry, you have to fill up a box. You can't just order stuff and it's differently priced, right? If it's in the pantry division, but you have to fill up a box of stuff in order to get them all at that price. So as... As somebody who's looking for a bunch of dental material, why don't they have the Amazon Prime supply closet? Sure. That would be, I mean, I I would order the heck out of that. And honestly, I'm thinking back to when I was a manager. And in, in our office, for a long time, I did, the man, I did the ordering and then it went back to the assistants. But I did the ordering, which meant I had to spend a lot of time getting everybody to give me their orders, even though we had systems in place, making sure that they were right, making sure that, you know, yeah, you're ordering more lidocaine, but what about these 10 boxes over here? And then, and then I had to stay on the phone with my rep ordering all of that, which actually was the best part because uh, she's not there anymore, but Maura at Darby Dental was the bomb. She was just so sweet, awesome to talk to. I miss her. But that was the most fun of my part of my day. Then it got to the point where we automated everything and you know, you kind of submit. And I know some offices have it the scan the barcodes, which is way cool oh, yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, there there's all sorts of different ways to do it. You're right. Yeah. Having Amazon remind you of when you need it done. And they've got those little push buttons. Have you seen those little push buttons? Oh, yeah. So if you go on there, it's like a it's a little button for example if you use tide detergent uh-huh. you can get this button and it'll be right next to your detergent um down down in your laundry room and if you run out you just hit the button and it sends it directly to your oh my God, amazon really? account oh yeah it's crazy That's- so i mean i do it for my we have it for our dishwashing um, detergent because for some reason I have a mental block and never can remember. So we, you know, so that, but yeah, I just, I just hit the button and it's just, there it is. And with prime, I don't have to pay shipping, so I don't care, which I think that's a whole different issue. I think UPS is like, must love and hate Amazon at the yeah, same time. I, I would think so. We have this possibility now of Amazon coming in and really changing up your whole order inventory situation what do you see coming up for 
for the big ones though, like how do they handle this? That right there, I think is the million dollar question. Yeah, if I'm a Shiner or a Patterson or a Benko, then I'm really pushing out there the human touch side of things. And I'm pushing out that, you know, our reps can come in and work with you, uh, you know, to really see, do you need all that gauze? You know, or are you just buying, you know, like you're going to Costco? You know, do you really need all that? And so we can work together on that. They're also going to push out there that, what if you need a new chair? What if you need, uh, you know, what if your uh, compressor goes down? You know, what about cabinetry? You know, a lot of the bigger ticket items, maybe even hand pieces. You know, those are things that we're still very much involved with, you know. And so they'll try to differentiate. Well, if you need to order that stuff through Amazon, fine. But your big ticket items still should still go through us. So I think that that's a real big option there as well. So that's how I see them tackling it. Uh, but, you know, again, I think that there will come a day, you know, when whatever you want is going to be through Amazon. Now, will they be able to install it? Will they be able to service it? I don't know. You know, maybe, you know, getting back to what we talked about earlier about the window cleaning and everything else, maybe they'll start offering that too. Who knows? Well, especially Shine, you know, they, they're, they have a very good strategic team. And I think, and it sounds like Benko is the same type of leadership and hopefully the new guy and Patterson can, can see this too. I, I suspect that the ones who have the best relationships with Amazon are going to make this out, be, make out of this because I, I don't see Amazon coming in and taking over the death star beam that Kramer talked about was, was intense, but maybe a little bit far-fetched. I, I do think Amazon's going to disrupt the market. I do think it's going to lower some prices, which is great. But I think the companies who are able to come up with strategic deals will will benefit the most from it. So I think if you see Amazon as another distribution chain, I think that's a, a good way to approach it. Yeah. I mean, Philips Sonicare has they they have been selling on on Am, on Amazon for a long time, but they also sell direct to sure. the offices. So it it's possible that it could be done. There's a diversification, I think, that's going to happen more and more. And we're, we've already seen it. So I think you're going to see diversification in services with Shine and Benko and Patterson. And, and we're already starting to see it with definitely Shine and Benko. I don't believe Patterson has anything in the works. But I'm talking about offering other services to make themselves more valuable to the office, like the Dental Business Institute that Shine runs. Benko has a group of consultants now that they're, they they have for a while, but now they've got a group of internal consultants. And I believe Shine has offered all sorts of consulting uh, under their umbrella for a long time. Yeah. So I think to become, uh, to stay in an office, you have to be very service oriented. And Amazon is not service oriented. Amazon is logistics and delivery. Right. There's going to be, a, I think, a different place to, to compete on that. And I, and I think, honestly, that, you know, you, you were talking earlier about how one of the best parts of your day was interacting with your Darby rep. Yeah. You know, and, and there are people who feel that way. And there are people who absolutely can't stand when the rep comes in, you know, and they're a waste of time. They, they you know, I, I don't have time for this. So those are the people that are going to be real easy with, yeah, just order it, you know, and be done. Uh, no human interaction. Perfect. Just what I wanted, you know? Well, you know, cause there's, there's bad reps and there's good reps. Sure, and, and then when you mix together an office manager who may or may not understand the role of rep of a good rep in their office, then you've got maybe not so patient office manager with a bad rep. That's always going to be a bad combination. And that's something that we can always talk about on a future podcast. I do think that reps are invaluable 
to offices, especially because offices don't know what goes on in other offices and who they're, better than the, somebody who's always in, in an office. No, they're, they're, but, you're right. They're in bubbles. Uh, they don't know that somebody down the street just had that same problem. Absolutely. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's always good to know when your competition picks up a new machine or is going to start a new marketing campaign. And I, I mean, honestly, this is, this is competitive edge 101 type thing, you know, staying in touch with what your environment is doing. So, so speaking of, of distributing and all of that, so from an office manager point of view, administrative point of view, what this means to me is that I'm going to start really taking a look at my supply side. You know, what, what is my supply? What do my supplies look like? Am I ordering in bulk and letting stuff sit on the shelf? So here's maybe a check for you guys listening to go and look at this. Are you know, most of the time we have what's called just in time delivery. And, and when I first started 20 years ago or so that was not happening. That was just happening in the medical model, but it's definitely happened now is everybody has a warehouse somewhere. So just in time means if you order, you could probably get it the next day or within two days. Yep. That's not bad. You don't have to order big, huge, you know, 10 jars of pickles anymore on your shelf. You don't need that, right? <laughs> so, so are you ordering too much because that affects your cash flow? Take a look at what supplies really go bad quickly and make sure that you're not over ordering on that and find out where you get the deepest discounts if you do buy in bulk. So one thing we always bought in bulk was our disposables because we would get them almost like so low, you know, if we bought them in disc in bulk and we knew we were going to use them and there was no expiration date. So to me, that was, that was not, that was a no brainer. We didn't, we didn't mind it, but big budget items like your, your Sarac materials, your blocks, your whatever. I mean, the, the big stuff like that, you definitely don't want to have a ton of that just sitting around wasting space. So I, I would take a look at your ordering systems now and see if there's already some room for improvement. And then keep an eye out for Amazon mailers. Keep an eye out for the emails from Amazon letting you know, because you never know. We're assuming, you know, you know what, Kevin, we're actually, we're assuming that Amazon's going to be able to compete on price, but what if they don't? What if their pricing is the same? What does that mean? And, and, and you know, we're, there's a lot of things that are still very much up in the air just because Amazon made a splash one day on Wall Street and was at the Greater New York meeting doesn't mean that the Death Star is coming. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest here, you know. But but I think I think it's another one of those little poke on the shoulder things that, hey, you better pay attention here because, you know, it, it goes back to that whole frog in the boiling pot of water analogy, uh, you know. Sure. That you, one day you're going to blink and things are going to change if you're not prepared or, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on around you. So, but you're right, you know. Price, service, there's a lot of things that we still don't know, but it's definitely worth keeping an eye out for. That's really what we can say. And, and we'll definitely keep an eye on this ourselves because this, I know you and I are both, we're easily fascinated and this, this <laughs> fascinates us very much. <laughs> it does, but, but you know, one thing that's, and, and I wanted to get your take on this because, you know, Amazon's making a splash, but this whole CVS Aetna thing, I think is pretty fascinating as well. You know, yes. And, and I'd, I'd love to kind of get your take from the insurance perspective on, you know, is this going to make a, a difference in the dental industry? Well, you know, and I, of course, you know, my graduate work was in 
healthcare management and healthcare policy. And so when this came out, I was in my glory. I mean, like that whole morning was just a whole pot of coffee and doing nothing but, you know, reviewing. And, and it had been coming down the pike for a little bit, talking about it, but nobody really, you know, until they actually put the numbers out, nobody really knows. It, it is interesting. So CVS, for those of you that don't know, and, and uh, let me make a note here to put in a, a link to the articles, a couple, a bunch of articles on it. I think for the time being, we're not, we're not going to see an immediate impact here in the dental office. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned yet. Right now, it, it's a, it's a competition for the medical plans, which is, of course, unfortunately, if you look at the scheme of things, the amount of money that insurance companies make on medical premiums is like, we're like tiny, we're like a little drop in the in the ocean. So they're, they're really more concerned on the, the medical premium side, where I get worried is when the competition becomes so intense that they start to, to include dental all wrapped up in medical, but that we're still a little bit far away from that. So Aetna and Cigna, or I'm sorry, CVS is buying Aetna for like a gazillion, billion, jillion dollars. It's like an obscene amount of money. Buying that Aetna, uh, which which is very interesting to me because of the delivery model of healthcare. So let's back up a little bit. CVS, of course, has a ton of prescription, a ton of pharmacies across the country. And all of them, almost all of them have some sort of walk-in clinic. Well, Aetna also has certain places where they have their little minute clinics is what they're called. But if you want to take the delivery model of the Aetna clinic, which means delivery services are delivered, there's no middleman there. You know, the insurance is basically covering it there. You know, you have a plan there, you go in there, you get it taken care of. Now you have a much larger amount of possible minute clinics to put you know, around the country. So th- this is good news because access to care is going to increase on the medical side. Like you, you will now, they already offered vaccines at CVS, but now you're going to have, you know, Aetna, Aetna clients will now be able to come in and, and get their vaccines at CVS, which is probably way around the corner versus the Aetna minute uh, clinic, which was not around the corner. United, you know, who's upset about this is United Healthcare and some of the other big insurers, because United Healthcare has to worry on whether or not um, this is going to eat into their business. So I am sitting back and watching, very interested in this. This actually interests me more than the Amazon stuff, just because um, it's got so many layers to it. But the Amazon connection to this is. Amazon has indicated that they plan to get into the pharmacy business and pharmacy uh, mail order pharmacy is huge, huge dollars. It's a huge cost savings, first of all, for the insurance companies because they're able to drive the prices down really, really low. So if Amazon is able to go directly to the large in, uh, pharmacy benefit companies, or maybe maybe even go directly to the pharmaceuticals, Yeah. then that changes things a lot. And so uh, to me, yes, it was great to be able to put Aetna's clinics and to open up the clinics to more covered people. But to me, this seemed like more of a move to preemptive, as a preemptive strike against Amazon getting into the pharmacy business, which is gazillion dollars of business. Yeah. Kevin, as a consumer, 
may I ask if you have any medications, do you go to the pharmacy? Do you yeah. mail order? Do you, I mean, how do you pick yours up? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, Dana and I are both, uh, my wife, Dana Johnson and I are both self-employed. And so the whole uh, battle over insurance right now and everything is, is getting ready to affect us. And we're trying to figure out what we're doing uh, for next year uh, since the Affordable Care Act uh, prices have gone through the roof. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. There, there, whenever I worked for a corporation, I did mail order. However, now I go to my local uh, King Supers, which is a, a, a grocery store chain here. And so I get my, you know, I, I'm lucky. I take one prescription for cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really all that we have to mess with. So thankful for that. Uh, and it's it's maybe, what, a $5 refill? I mean, it's hardly anything right now. Wow. So really lucky by that. But, you know, what you were talking about earlier with Amazon coming in with prescriptions, that's the thing that I can see for people like my mom who have Buku prescriptions, you know, and yeah. these are not cheap prescriptions either. You know, that's where I see it really becoming very intriguing. So if Amazon can become some sort of, and Amazon would never be able to work with the Medicare program, they'd have to go through one of the pharmacy benefit companies, which is really not, not a big deal. But people, can you imagine now, Amazon will take your medical insurance information over the computer, which now this is great because I'm thinking about my mom. You're thinking about your mom. Now I can do this remotely. I can help her file her claims because I know the Amazon interface, right? Like I, that's going to be easy, right? So now I'm putting in all the information. Amazon through this benefit company is going to file the claim for me and, you know, whatever happens, happens. So does Amazon then become the assignment of benefits? Do they become um, assigned benefits? That's, that is where it's going to be different because now this is assuming Amazon goes direct to consumer with the pharmacy. So if they go direct to the consumer, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen there and, and they have to work this out. Assignment of benefits, how are they going to handle HIPAA, all of that. All their servers are going to have to be reconfigured because HIPAA needs so many different layers of security. But if Amazon says, forget the individual consumer, that's not the market. Market we're after. We're after the other healthcare systems being their delivery system for pharmaceuticals. That's a whole different market, also. This is this is to me, this is the black swan on the medical side. This is the game changer when it comes to pharmaceuticals. And in the end, unfortunately, I don't think it lowers the price of pharmaceuticals for people. That I think is that's the sad thing. But I think it's going to change how cheaply co-payments are and all of that. But we're still going to be dealing with like, you know, prescriptions that are $100 here and $5 in Africa. Right. You know, that's not that's not going to change. So I, I am I am deeply interested. I just really can't get enough of it. And to answer your question, does this really impact dental? Not right now. I, I don't think right now at all. You're going to see, of course, premiums that now, you know, they have dental insurance and now they can go to CVS. You're going to see a lot more pharmacists, you know, prescriptions called into CVS, but honestly, not, not really. We still have a ways to go. We have to see if it's even approved. It's still got to go through the the FTC, which I don't think it's going to or uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a, a problem. Honestly, I think a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's going to restrict competition," but it's. I think it's very different than say Verizon and Comcast merging. These are um, not exactly CVS and Aetna are not competitors, so that's what kind of keeps them out of the FTC's uh, Federal Trade Commission's um, Death Star gaze. <laughs> They're two different types of companies really coming together to offer 
new services, which is not necessarily something that is uh, a no-no to the the legal system. Uh, I'm super excited about this. Can you tell? (laughs) No, and to me, it's it's fascinating because again, I I take that step toward you know, is it just going to be one of these days where we say, hey Alexa, I need some sterilization pouches and my simvastatin refill. You know, and I mean, and it's just that simple for us to check everything now. Yeah. Uh, you know, our medication, our supplies, everything's going to be on there. And so, you know, it, I think it this next generation, you know, Noah and Julia's generation, the technology and the ease of things that they're going to have in their control, it just fascinates me. It really does. We have new teledentistry dental codes for next year. And and I'll talk more about those when uh, the year turns over. I, I always give a webinar on the new dental codes, but we now have these teledentistry codes that are going to be put into use. And I bring that up because I was, you know, talking to Noah about it. And, you know, he's like, what does that mean? What's the big deal? And I was telling him, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to a dental office in yeah. order to get a dental opinion. And he's like, well, that makes sense. He's like, who has time for that? And I'm like, oh, geez, you know, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but is, you know, if he's thinking that already, you know, he, he sees going to the dentist as for two purposes. One is because mom makes him. And the second is because he does need a teeth cleaning, preventive, you know, care. But say he had a, a tooth that's hurting. Does he, you know, if he can get that diagnosis over the internet, he's going to be just happy about that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying this is the consumer mind that we're dealing with. So, and, and there's a, I stumbled on a website and I can't find it again for the life of me. I'm sure I could find it, but it was something like real doctor, real docs or something like that. But it's a site where you can go on and you can ask a question and all of these doctors answer you and they're real doctors with their pictures and their bios linking directly to their site so you can see them. And I went on there and I looked for some dental questions and there were a lot of doctors that I knew who had signed up for this and they're answering the questions and, and I'll have to find it and send it to you and I, I will look for it again. I'm sure it's oh, in my history. I'm very curious about that. But lots of doctors I recognize, lots of doctors you would know, a local doctor who's the who was the team doctor for the Redskins for a long time. I know him from, from here. Oh. I saw his name on there and they were giving dental advice, you know, and of course it's all with the caveat that this is, you know, not, not in your mouth diagnosis, whatever, but here's what could happen. That do you think this doctor site is is pretty much training a new set of patients that sure. it's okay to get diagnosis over the net? Yeah, well, you know, my uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about Dan and I trying to find a plan right now, and the plan that we've come up with at the moment has unlimited telemedicine benefits. Really, it does. You know, and so we we could well be telemedicine people here pretty soon, which is kind of very interesting to me. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how that works, but yeah, I, I see that happening. I absolutely do. But it's appealing, right? Cause how much time can you save? You know, and, um, and I can sit here in my PJs and, you know, instead of driving across town or whatever. And, and again, uh, you know, Noah thinks it, Julia thinks it, you know, I, I know they do, you know, it's, it's an inconvenience now for them to have to go to the dentist, right. you know, uh, I've actually got to get into real clothes, you know I mean? <laughs> You know, just things like that that frustrate them to no end, you know, and so, hey, you know, could be could be a real change coming, I think. Oh, this whole new generation that is all upset they have to get dressed for the day. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Absolutely. We are doomed. <laughs> Although I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that generation. Sometimes I'm the same way. Like, oh, I got to put on makeup today. Oh, I know. That? Well, and, you know, and now we're getting near the end of the year. And trust me, there's going to be more and more uh, just pajama work from home days, which doesn't sound too bad. So absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. We talked a lot about a lot of stuff today. Um, and I wanted to share a little funny story with you and the listeners, which is today is Pearl Harbor Day. Um, it's yeah. the anniversary of the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And to give you some insight into the life of Teresa and to show that Teresa was always this way, even way back when, I'll share the story of Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've told you this story. Have oh, I told you the story? <laughs> I buckled up for this. Oh, one. yes, please do. So, you know, I, I have, I'm half Asian. I think everybody who's met me knows that I'm half Asian. But when I was little, Teresa, I was, I looked very Asian because, you know, little Asian. So, <laughs> um, so I was in, I don't know, third or fourth grade. I forget what it was. And, and, you know, I've always tried to be a very happy child. And, you know, when some, when the teachers would write happy faces, I would be all happy and I'd write happy faces on mine or whatever. So <laughs> it was happy. It was Pearl Harbor day. And, and I wrote at the top of my paper before I turned it in happy Pearl Harbor day. So, <laughs> you can imagine how that went over with this little Asian child writing Happy Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> yeah, there was a parent consultation and all that kind of stuff. So so I just wanted to share my Pearl Harbor Day memory. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll admit, I haven't seen a lot of uh, greeting cards for that lately. <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, Kevin, there is no market for that type of greeting card. <laughs> I learned that at a very young age. So, so just just let y'all know that this goofy conversations that you will have with me that did not happen in my adult life. I was having these sorts of thoughts back when I was, you know, a young kid. It hasn't improved, but hopefully that makes you laugh a little bit because you know little kids say stupid things, and that was definitely one of my top ten stupid things. Absolutely, <laughs> I've ever said. So, uh, I think it's time to end this. Any any last comments, Kevin? No, I think we've covered a lot today. Uh, the only thing that I would say is just keep an eye on what's happening in the dental supply industry. I think that it's going to get very interesting over the next year or two. And uh, certainly you don't want to be the the person who uh, is surprised when something comes down the pipe. I, I think that those are very wise words. Uh, we have had a lot of good feedback on the last episode, uh, which was about writing our book. And so, uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. The questions have been good, and and more people are thinking about writing books than than we thought. So uh, that's been good. And we have another episode for you coming up that will be on how to write articles and how painfully easy it is to get published nowadays. So if you're thinking about getting published, it's not difficult, and we're gonna we're gonna walk you through that. So that'll be our next episode. And from uh, from chilly Virginia and probably chilly Colorado. Is it chilly over there? It is actually. Right. Yep. Today is. Yep. So, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a good absolutely. Day. All right. So we are going to say goodbye now and uh, we will see you for the next episode of nobody told me that subscribe to this podcast. So you'll get our next candid discussion. Visit Teresa's website, odysseymgmt.com. That's odysseymgmt.com for more information on Teresa's courses, books, and speaking schedule. Subscribe to her newsletter while you're there. Don't say we didn't tell you that.